this episode, we interview Tech R Us. This is a YouTuber, that, like myself, that is a young YouTuber, who has accumulated a following of 460 subscribers to the date of the 25th of August 2020. We interview him on his success, his experience, and overall his time on YouTube and a bit of tech. So stay tuned for this episode of TechCast episode 22. Welcome back to TechCast, the show where we talk all the latest tech news, leaks and rumours. How are you doing today, Charlie? Pretty good, Colin. How about yourself? I'm doing grand now. Uh, busy all day today. Recorded videos, uh, four videos today, that kind of thing. So I'm feeling good. Yeah. Got to get back on those daily uploads. I've been off for too long. Yeah. I've been looking at your channel and I quite like what you're doing. Yeah, and this is the first podcast you've been on, I understand. Tell us a bit about yes, that. Yes, it is, which is pretty cool, so I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And you have a channel that has 460 subscribers. Uh, the biggest, yes. not the biggest channel we've had on this podcast, as I'm probably sure you're aware, but definitely one of the biggest. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, how long have you been doing YouTube? So, so I think it's so I started my first video was uploaded on December twenty second. So uh, I imagine I think it's nine months now, something like that, close to that. If it's not, whoo, that's a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that's that. I've been seeing more um, more young YouTubers pop up, like uh, Top Tech Geek. Two months ago, we started his. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've quite a few of them surpassed me, but I'm just, I still think I'm doing pretty well. For what you're doing, you're doing well, so you are. You're doing very well for what you're doing. Yes. And the um, you focus a lot on on budget devices. And very true. Tell us a bit about that. So I quite like budget devices because I, I watch a lot of YouTubers do review things like the iPhone SE and the Google Pixel 4 and I always think something tells me there's better at my price range so uh, I went and did my research I was um, I was just having a look around and I found quite a few phones I thought were better at the price range that what that what like um, Google and Samsung and Apple were offering so I went out and bought some of them and now I've uh, made a channel and my parents have let me uh, to it and they've let me like spend 50 UK pounds upgrading my phone, so I'm able to get uh, as many budget phones as like, well, I can afford to get, uh, which is like, I can just yeah. get like 30 pounds worth of stuff, so I don't know what that is in dollars, but it's a decent yeah. amount of money and the budget phones are pretty good. Definitely, and you recently reviewed the OnePlus Nord, is that a device yes. you're planning to keep or do you plan to send that back? So you can get the refund and then review more phones. That's very interesting. So I actually tend to not send the device back. I usually just send it straight. Oh. To, I usually just send, sell it on eBay. I just don't to actually make a profit on 
So the phones I sell on eBay, even though they're used, when they're uh, new and important. I don't know why, but people like to have like fast shipping so they can make sure that someone has it used, even though they could get brand new for the same price. But so yeah, I usually just said sell them on eBay, but I might return uh, the door to OnePlus so I can get like the full stack back. Because this one's actually available in the UK, so I think people will actually not be bothered about paying the extra for the yeah. fashion. So, yeah, so it's kind of a trade-off, so I think I'm probably going to return it after I've uh, done my review, which should be coming next week, I believe, hopefully. Definitely, yeah, because that's what I tend to do if I buy a device um, specifically to review, uh, I return it. Uh, because I don't necessarily need the device afterwards. It's just, yeah. you know, all, all that. Yeah, I actually don't have another device when I'm, um, after I've stopped reviewing something, which is a bit weird. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't have another device after I started reviewing stuff, so. I mean, the uh, note. When the... I return it, I've literally got no food. <laughs> I mean, the Nord is pretty nice, so you could probably keep using that and not really miss yeah. it. Yeah, Although it's a pretty nice phone. You, you're a Mac Mini user, and you choose to use a Mac Mini over an iMac. I use a 21.5 inch uh, iMac <laughs> um, from late 2015. It has a quad core i5, it has all the um, 8 gigs of RAM, and a terabyte of storage. The iMac you all specifically right. advise against. Why do you advise against an iMac? Because it's an all-in-one where you get your free display, you get all your specs, and you can, you know, it's a, a neater profile. Yeah, very true. So I found that the Mac Mini just offered more. It's got it's got a quad-core chip. Whereas I was looking at some of the, I was looking at the twenty seventeen iMac because it's got like the late generation chips. Yeah. The twenty one point five inch base model, not the four K one, but the base model. Uh, which was the only one I could afford. Um, yeah. That did not have a, uh, like, so I wanted, like, a 4K display so I could edit my 4K yeah. video. And it also did have a quad-core chip. It was only dual-core, and I really didn't want to get a dual-core. And also, uh, I just thought iMacs are a bit limited because 25 inches isn't amazingly big, so I just wanted, to, like, to be able to pick the size of my monitor and stuff like that. So I think the Mac Mini is quite a versatile uh, thing. And, um, yeah. It's certainly well so far. I mean, it is a nice machine, don't get me wrong, but I definitely prefer the fact that I just get it all in one. I have t I don't have to worry yeah. about extra cables, no nothing. It's just there. And one thing I do like about uh, Mac Minis is I've seen people use them in the setup and they have these basin and they put them yeah definitely and the the iMacs i would not recommend anyone get an iMac or a mac in general nowadays until they get you know until the our mac comes out yeah. but if your mac is on the way out like it is dying you may as well get one yeah 
you can't really like um i think the everyday dad uh gary from the everyday dad he says um if you need a pipe right now uh just get it because it's gonna be like a waste of, you're gonna just waste your time if you don't and then when that rolls around you can like sell the thing that you just bought might maybe you make a loss or something but uh at least you'll be able to put that money towards getting rid of the and then you'll have had like a good Definitely. The arm stuff is, yeah. What do you think of the arm stuff? Um. So the arm stuff. So, yeah. So I actually think they're going to be quite revolutionary. So, uh, yeah. the videos, I've literally been, like, binge-watching Max Tech videos, and he's been through oh, yeah. all the de developer uh, conferences, and they've been using, like, a new architecture of chip, where the CPU and GPU use the same amount of, like, it's called system memory, so they, instead of having, like, the GPU have its own separate thing that it needs to go for, like, a PCIe prop run, it's directly sorted onto it, so it can access it like significantly quicker and i think the gpu is supposed to be quite a bit more um a bit uh, quicker than what you would get from like the Macs at this point like the intel uhd graphics and the uh, g7 graphics and the new Macs and stuff like that so hopefully uh they'll get some nice performance out of them i think yeah so yes, you are very big into the ARM machines and you obviously have a good understanding of what it is to use an ARM computer. Um, yes. Another thing you choose to do with the Mac Mini is you have to get your own peripherals and you have to get your own monitor. What yes. do you use? So I actually don't use a monitor as say. Say, um, oh. I actually just my uh, I inherited my old TV, <laughs> so I was actually before I got the Mac, I uh, just had the TV lying around because yeah. uh, we got a new one, a Samsung like 50 inch. Ooh, so nice. I got my old TV, it's 43 inches, so it's pretty big and it gives me a lot of space for video editing. Um, mounts are just like some cheap, um, yeah, R A P O O mouses, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just some random brand. Uh, I I would like an upgrade uh, for my birthday or something like that. But um, you know, if I don't get it, it's fine. They, they work functionally. Yeah. They're not bad or good, but you know, yeah. they still work. So get to be around. That's true. And you use a twenty seventeen iPad. To what extent do yes. you use your iPad Pro? Is it? your mobile device is it just your media consumption what do you do on your ipad so my ipad's a bit weird so when i um switch phones it that's my main device for pretty much everything the yeah. mac um it's good for video editing but i don't really use it for much more than that yeah and, like maybe editing a bit of a thumbnail yeah i don't i i don't use it a ton for anything other than that but my my iPad, um, it's just kind of like a backup. I used yeah. to use it a lot for drawing. Um, I quite like um, like just drawing on it. It's really good. But I lost my Apple Pencil and I'm really ah, hurt myself for it. So, that sucks. Um, so I lost that. And then it kind of just became like a media device. Like once my phone had run out of charge or anything like that, I had just yeah. default to using my iPad. 
or if they're like only iOS apps that I could use on uh, the iPad, then I'd just switch over to that because I don't have an iPhone. Um, and I don't really intend on getting an iPhone. I might get one for just for shooting video and then I can airdrop it onto my Mac, but I wouldn't really use it for more than anything like that because I just find I, uh, Android to be just quicker in my opinion, but that's a different conversation. So, yeah, so my, my uh, iPad's just... Just... Um, it's a very nice media device, I'd say. That is very interesting. That is very interesting because they're all the time. If someone has an iPad and someone has a Mac, they're probably using an iPhone. What do you yeah. prefer about Androids that iOS can't give you? So first off, I just can't afford an iPhone. That's, That's fair. Um, so I don't really want to... I, I always say um, on like, twitter and stuff that yeah. i really don't want people to like say oh it's my first phone i want i would be able to spend like 300 uk pound on a phone what yeah. should i get and then and then i tell them a phone and yeah the parents kind of dismiss it and just go for like an old iphone and it really it really annoys me so i just um i didn't want to like default to an older iphone yeah and, um and i just find ios a bit slow i'm People will definitely disagree with me on that because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've had it before. People don't like me saying it's slow, but I just personally think gestures, like the quickness of Android, um, uh, like especially Oxygen OS, I've been using that, and that really just yeah, defines um... the speed and stuff like that. And um, no bloatware at all. It's it's seriously just like a excellent piece of software, I think, Oxygen yeah. OS. And it's kind of like... It kind of sums all the yeah. reasons I like Android into one operating system, just like the fluency and the quickness of um, Android. So, yeah. Yeah, That's I'm. Why I like Android. I'm going to counterclaim you about the about the phones costing so much now, and it's the iPhone SE. If you get a brand new iPhone SE, it's about yeah. four hundred fifty euros now, five hundred euros. That's still decent. Um, for an iPhone, and then if you go used iPhone SE, which you can get at the moment, I've seen them go as low as 350 And for a brand new 2020 iPhone, I think that's hard to beat. Yes. Um, I don't know, I just... I don't... I know, I know what you're saying. If you want to enter an Android, yeah. like an iOS ecosystem, the, the iPhone SE is a great way to do it, but... I just think there's seriously a lot better the price. Sure, you get the E13 and like portrait oh, yeah. mode, which they're branded as if it's like an amazing feature, even though like they should have added it ages ago. But um, uh, to, yeah, I've, so I've. To be fair, um, the iPhone 7 had it, and it was the first phone ever to have it. Not first phone ever well, to have it, but it was the first mainstream phone to have. So they've had it for a while, but I can see where you come from, definitely. Yeah, I've just, um, I've reviewed last time the Realme X2 Pro, and it's such a good phone. That does look um, good. It's got a Snapdragon 855 Plus, great processor, yeah. absolutely storms through like PUBG and stuff like that. PUBG. You get a 6.4 inch display, mm -hmm. uh, 90 hertz, AMOLED, uh, you just get like a tiny, uh, like one of them, as textbook yeah. would say a nipple notch or whatever yeah so it just like intrudes a tiny bit on the display and it's just so much better for me than bezels and like i don't know i just don't like ios uh, but i do think yeah. airdrop is amazing so um 
that, um, that would sell me on an iPhone SE if I yeah. just had AirDrop uh, on an Android that could AirDrop it onto a Mac, not a Windows PC, because I'm using a Mac yeah. at the minute, so, yeah. So you're not really committed to the ecosystem, whereas I'm sort of locked in. I Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do everything I do without my ecosystem that I use. Pretty much, I, yeah, my iPhone literally runs my entire network of channels and podcasts and all that. Yes, so, um, I actually, I do, uh, I do use the ecosystem a bit. It's mainly my iPad and my Mac that work together because yeah. I've not really got any other stuff, but I use, uh, I just shoot all my B-roll. It's shot on uh, the iPad Pro 2017. Yeah, uh, it's, it's got like 4K30 on the back camera, so That's fine. it's pretty good. Um and I just shoot everything in 4K30. So then I just airdrop it over to my Mac and it's it, it's just like insanely quick. And I, then I put that on the, uh, like a 256 gig hard drive and then I start editing. Um, and it, it's just like such a good process. It used to take me like a day to get all the clips from um, my Android phone over to um, like my yeah. ThinkPad that I used to have. And oh, ThinkPad's, ew. But it's just... Seriously amazing. Yeah, I used to edit on a nine-year-old uh, ThinkPad. Oh, I've been there. I've Core been there. i5, not even the first, like, maybe like the first gen or something. I used to edit, listen, it's, we've all started from somewhere. I started editing on a dual-core computer running uh, Premiere Pro. A dual-core computer with four what? gigs of RAM running Premiere Pro. I was able to oh do it, God. but it yeah. wasn't good. Then I upgraded to an iPad Air 2 and I was stuck in the Apple ecosystem from there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so do you edit on um, iPads then? While I've been away for the last four weeks, yes. For the oh, first wow. for the first two weeks, I had videos filmed and edited in advance that I got done in two days. But after that, I wasn't really planning to be here for so long. So my videos have been dropping here and there whenever I get around to it. Yeah. And they've all been edited on iPad, iPad Pro. Good, oh yeah, the iPad is brilliant. And I'm not buying a laptop. I I put my foot down. I'll take a laptop for free, but I'm not buying a laptop. My oh iPad my God, is my laptop. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I my iPad, it just runs out very quickly. Maybe because it's 2017, it's like the no, batteries mine, deteriorated or something. Mine lasts for mine, three days sometimes. Wow. Mine lasts about maybe four hours screen on time, which for a 10,000 milliamp hour battery isn't amazing. Um, no. But, so, I mean, I could download like LumaFusion or something, so I just on that, but... I think Final Cut is just seriously really smooth and, and it's really, I really love Final Cut, especially with the audio matching thing. Definitely. So you can like record on a mic and then <laughs> drag and drop it over oh, yeah. and then just like insta uh, align it. That's, that's a sick feature. So I'll take that any day of the week. I'm just waiting for, I'm just waiting for Final Cut. That's all. On for my iPad. Final and maybe Cut, one or two. Maybe one or two programs that you that I'll be using for college, but other than that, no, just just Final Cut is all I need to convert to iPad full time. Yep. I don't. Sure, I use my Mac on my iPad, anyways. I use Mac OS on my iPad, so it's grand. <laughs> what? Yep, I have. 
I have a team viewer. No, I have a team viewer network set up. So I from anywhere in the world, so long as I have Wi-Fi connection to my Mac, I can use my Mac. Have you ever had to recover lost or deleted data from your iOS device? Well, with I, my phone, D-Back, you can recover contacts, messages, photos, videos, call history, safari history, notes, WhatsApp messages, and more. You can also make a smart recovery of your iOS device from backups such as iOS backups, iTunes backups, iCloud backups. You can also fix uh, your phone if it's stuck on a, a white Apple logo screen or black Apple logo screen, depending on your color of your device, obviously. Um, it'll also fix the white slash black screen to death on your phone and a disabled device such as remove the passcode if you have forgotten this on your iOS device, which I can assure you happens more often than not. Well, with iMyPhone DBAC, you can do this. Simply use the code DBACK35OFF for 35% off iMyPhone DBAC. That is DBACK35OFF for iMyPhone DBAC. Find out more and get the code in the show notes. Thank you again to iMyPhone for supporting the podcast. So I have never really been without macOS. Never. Damn. Yeah, I do think if Final Cut came over to the iPad, maybe uh, I when the ARM chips out are out, uh, I think Apple said that they're going to bring out Final Cut. Well, or so the rumors say. So hopefully we should see that, and that might that's like that's serious for the iPad if that does happen. Yeah. I do think it, it will happen as well. So that's going to be cool. The A12Z processor can run uh, Premiere Pro, so if it can run Premiere Pro, it can run anything. Yes. And that's the next question. Go A12Z. <laughs> that's, the, that's another question. What did you start your editing on? Oh, God, no. Um, okay, As in what so... program? Oh, yeah. what program? So, yeah. it was this, it's this program called VideoPad by NCH Software. I used that. So, That's pretty cool. Ugh. It was alright. I just wanted. Um, I just didn't find it quick enough. I don't know why, but That's I had to okay. like, like match up audio and stuff like that manually, yeah. and it just really was quite annoying. Uh, and then I, I just, yeah, I just think Final Cut's really quick. And one thing that sold me on Final Cut as well is you get plugins, so I could yes. like have auto tracked uh, callouts. I don't know if you've seen what they're like. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen on like Yeah. Uh, I think Marquez has used some in the past and uh yeah, he got really, really cool. Um, yeah. so I just like how you can be so quick and so professional uh on Final Cut and not have to have like a super Definitely. spec machine. So yeah, that's what I quite like. Definitely. And you're a Mac user. What did you think of the fifty three thousand dollar Mac Pro? The fifty three thousand. 
Yeah, I'm never going to buy that. Um, no, me neither. But I used it in an Apple yeah, store. Like, first off, I could never afford that. Maybe, maybe, maybe if I become Marquez one day, I can afford that. But, um, yeah, I just think, you know, the even if I was at Edison 8K, I think the um, the, iMac, uh, the iMac Pro and also uh, the, 21, uh, the new 27-inch iMac was actually more powerful than the iMac Pro now, so... In some uh, cases. That would actually get the job done. Yeah, I was looking on some benchmarks and stuff from Mac Tech. It's only it's only if Mac you're going for the eight core iMac Pro or the ten core that's it's comparable. Yeah. Which I don't know, ten core is standard now on iMac Pro. I'd be fairly cheesed off if I bought an iMac Pro a few when it came out and now I could have gotten one for the same price but with more performance. Yeah, it would be pretty annoying. Um, I'd never really want to blow five thousand pound on a PC, but I mean, if you edited eight K, um, I I think the fifty three thousand is worth it if you're editing sixteen K. Yeah. Apart from that, it's really not worth it. I don't think. Um, I think the iMac Pro or the iMac twenty seven inch, like the ten core. Like the spec yeah, out things, definitely. Like with the sixteen gigs of uh, Radeon fifty seven hundred XT graphics, yeah. I genuinely think that is a very good machine, and I I do think um, people like even Marquez who works on eight uh, K Red Raw could even use that and have a decent uh, experience. So if I you think use that's... if you use the new Blackmagic Ursa Mini Pro twelve K, and he oh, used wow. DaVinci Resolve and Blackmagic Raw. He could edit it on a laptop. What? Yeah, if That's you use, stupid. if you use the new twelve K camera from Blackmagic, and you record in B raw and you use Final Cut, you can edit it on a laptop. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that's yep. crazy to think that you can edit twelve K on a on a um, laptop. Granted, it would probably have to be a sixteen inch MacBook Pro, and it would probably yeah, it have to probably be a higher end spec. But it's still a laptop. Yep. You don't have to go spend all the money on a desktop. Yep. It's quite remarkable, really. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I went for the iMac is that display. And more ports. Yeah. That's pretty much... That's pretty much it. Yeah. The, the uh, 5K display is supposed to be really nice, so... I've used it in person. upgrade to an iMac one point. <laughs> um, my Mac Mini does struggle sometimes, but... For the most part, it's all right. And if I probably would upgrade, it might just be to the six core, so you can get the six core for one thousand and ninety nine UK pounds. So that's actually that's not bad. A pretty damn good deal, if you ask me. So, um, I mean, if it's just an upgrade that you're looking for CPU wise, you could just do that, yeah, and get used. Yeah, you could even um, attach a eGPU through the Thunderbolt three, so you could get yeah, like a RX five eighty or the fifteen hundred XT. And you can get proper desktop uh, class performance out of it, even for gaming and yeah. stuff like that. I game on my Mac. I think it's quite quite impressive what the uh, Mac really can do. I've seen people play GTA Five on top spec on top settings, um, with an Nvidia Quadro GTX graphics card on a Mac Mini i three. <laughs> i three. Wow. Yeah. I've got the i three at the minute. Yeah, it's actually a pretty powerful chip for the price. Yeah, I'd love to see what would happen though if Apple and Nvidia actually worked together on something, like yes. a Mac Pro with a few Quadro GPUs in there. 
or Quadro 5000s or Titan Blacks. That would be really nice. <laughs> yeah, that would have been so overpowered. Uh, yeah, I, I do find it quite disappointing that uh, Apple aren't working with NVIDIA, but yeah. um, I still really like um, yeah. AMD and Radeon and what they're doing. So, oh, I'd go AMD uh, if I was going for really. PC. i go AMD Threadripper if I was going PC or AMD Ryzen. Yeah. I'd never go for Intel. Never, never. Same. Never in my life would I go for Intel. <laughs> I mean, my Mac at the moment is Intel, so I shouldn't be talking smack about it, but still. <laughs> Same here, yeah. <laughs> my, um, we've been building PCs for our like PC business that we're thinking of starting. Yeah. Um, I just listed it on eBay the other day, and um, we're using a Ryzen 3 3100, Ooh. and it's got some pretty decent um, performance, really. The 3300 yeah. X is supposed to be better. It um, is, yeah. Like the Zen 2 cores and stuff like that, but... Zen 2 is better. The, um, the 3100 is pretty damn good for the price i think we picked it up for like 100 like flat out like 100 pound and it's definitely worth the money i think yeah it's definitely worth the money and if you go for ryzen it's actually cheaper on laptops instead of windows laptops yes like intel i think it's super so ryzen as well like ryzen is ryzen. better yeah ryzen oh. is epic <laughs> right <laughs> they actually have their epic lineup of cpus but that's more for server stuff yeah but yeah, I'd love to see Apple return to the X-Serve lineup because they had the X-Serves and now they have the rack-mounted Mac Pro. So they are halfway there. If they could make a Mac Pro server edition, they... Ooh. Yeah. Like, uh, stock it up. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but the Storanado uh, Linus Tech Tips uh, features it a lot. Like, the all-SSD-based servers... For network, yeah. um, for editing over, or a jellyfish, get one of those and just absolutely cram it with SSDs <laughs> instead of PCI slots. Yes, pretty nice. Yeah, I've seen one of them. Is it? Is honestly, Linus must have like the best like servers in the world. I, I was seeing him like with yeah. the jellyfish and all that. Oh, like, the he... speeds were just stupid. That jellyfish server is overpriced for the money you pay for it. It is literally the worst, in, not the worst investment, but it's still, you can get better for the price, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can get better. I mean, you can pretty much always guarantee that's probably better for the price. I mean, oh, this sounds like a pretty good quote. You can almost guarantee there's always something better for the price. Definitely. <laughs> There'll always be something better. Yeah. Definitely something better. <laughs> yeah. Probably, so, like, there's usually something better that you don't know about. And uh, I imagine there's probably a lot better than the jellyfish, but it it did it was a pretty overpowered server. I'd like yeah have a server like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm constantly running out of storage, so anything really. Yeah, same here. Honestly, I bought one twenty eight gigs SSD. I kind of wish I would have bought Don't it from Apple now. I bought it straight off eBay, and it had like one mark, but it was two hundred pound less expensive. Oh boy! But my mum's friend actually works at Apple, so I probably could have got a discount. Uh, and I realised that they bumped the storage up to 256 gigabytes uh, oh, wow. SSD and um, I got the 2018 model when it first came out which was 128 gigs oh. and it, honestly it's oh, it makes yeah. you want to die sometimes because you can't put a final cut on the external hard drive because it's not got macOS on it it's yeah. really annoying because um, 
it takes up the library, yeah. even though, like, the, the library, for some reason, takes up, like, I think, yeah, usually 90 gigabytes, so you get the OS, which takes up, like, 14, Whew. plus 90 gigabytes from Final Cut. That is a loss. Up, like, 10 gigs, and I'm like, come on, <laughs> give me more storage than that, but... Yeah, I mean, I have a terabyte of storage and I have it in a spinning hard drive, but I'll take a spinning hard drive over a crop uh, storage SSD any day. Yeah, yeah. SSDs are really quick. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I had a good point then. Yeah. Ah, yes. You can upgrade the RAM in a Mac Mini as well. You can. You can actually upgrade the CPU as well if you want to put in enough effort. Yeah. Yeah, you can put in enough. But it takes a lot okay, of work, that's, so that's pretty, I wouldn't that's recommend it. I, I wouldn't recommend it, but you can do it. Yeah. But so yeah. That just did, like, a lot of Macs, or is that just the Mac Mini? That's a couple of Macs, but I not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. Whoever does that gets fired. Oh, Hackintosh, don't mention that. I tried it once with a laptop and it went horrible. <laughs> Have you ever Hackintoshed? Yeah, um, I've never done a Hackintosh build myself, but um, I was uh, I was doing that Mac Mini video when that video came out. Someone said, yeah. why don't you just buy a Hackintosh? And because like, it's not mm. Apple. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, could I, I screw this up? I know, I know I say that, like, you can't yeah. screw stuff up, like, with a regular PC build, but, you know, if you've got to, like, download, I don't know where to download the uh, macOS uh, drivers and stuff like that from, yeah. like, the software, like, the Catalina uh, software, so I would just wouldn't know if, like, some things yeah. were spammy or, like, yeah, like, phishing stuff, so I don't know, um, yeah, if you're it willing... might have been, like, viruses and stuff like that, but you, wouldn't you have to get, uh, I don't know, yeah, yeah. I would, you have to have access to a Mac anyways to do it. So pretty much, if you want a Mac, just buy it from Apple. Don't go to the Mac, effort yeah. of buying a Hackintosh. Because it'll stop working a week after because you update some driver. Yeah. I actually do quite like how updates work on Mac OS. It's way better than Windows. Like yeah. You get that annoying save and update. And you're just like, come on, why don't you do this when you actually turned off? But uh, I like how Mac OS does that. I like macOS updates. It does it whenever I'm not around, so I'm happy with that. Yep. Yeah. So we're coming up to our half hour here for uh, for our bonus episode with uh, uh, with Charlie. Do you have anything to um do you have anything to plug? Uh so yeah, guys go subscribe to my YouTube channel because you know we're trying to get five hundred please. Um <laughs> anyway, um yeah so yeah, I'm just, um, yeah. that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah. really, you could follow me on Twitter if you really want to know what like, really goes on behind the scenes and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I pretty much just do YouTube videos, do, uh, have fun doing them. And if uh, that sounds like fun to you guys, uh, make sure to go check it out, you know. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so we will catch you all in the next episode where we will be beginning Series 4 of TechCast just in time for iPhone series season. So without further ado, I'll catch you next one. Goodbye.